Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it in. Go. Get it in. 36, go. uh. Yeah. In my car, uh. Get it in. Yeah, yeah. What it do and what it is. This is the Sensei Said So Show. We are your senseis. I am V.O. Sensei, 36 Dread Kage of the Music Clan, 10th Tribe of Wakanda. Do you hear me? Ooh, I like that. And before we get too far, let me let, me let y'all know who I is. This Shadow the Waterbender of the Navy. And if you let me put your double cups up two times, we are in that 36 again if y'all haven't figured it out yet. Tell them what's in the cup. Tell them what we sipping on. Oh, today's the, today's the silver... Um, I, I can't even. I don't. There's there's what raspberries in it. There's some. <laughs> yeah, we got a smooth little cocktail full it's, of fruits uh, and all type exciting. of stuff that we sipping on. So check the website for the recipes and things Y'all like gotta that. Gotta check the recipe. Big shout out to Distillery Thirty Six coming through with the the silver one this time. We had the spice rum a couple times, so the silver one is a nice little change of pace. So. Whatever your taste is, whatever your desire, make sure you get it. I actually went to, uh, where was I at? I went to go eat somewhere. Where did I go? Some local joint. And I saw the Distillery 36 on the on the menu. I said, oh, okay, okay, we in here. <laughs> oh, Sugar House Barbecue. Shout yep. out to Sugar House Barbecue. Y'all greens aren't that bad for white people, so <laughs> I'm all right Maybe with it. Maybe it up. <laughs> A little bit bitter, but we'll deal. <laughs> Not enough, not enough meat in it, but I'll, I'll let it pass. But what's important is they had that distillery on tap, so you can get it anywhere you go. That's the easiest way and probably the funnest way to support the show, aside from checking out the website and all the goodies that are there. Yeah, you already know, senseisaidso.com. So make sure y'all check it out. Make sure y'all scroll through. Stay a while. Listen a while. Relax. Kick your feet up. We got a good one for y'all today. <laughs> and they know what it is. Big shout out to everybody who came and supported at the Young Simi show. Turned that one up. Uh, I love seeing fans who, who remember us from other shows. We had a couple people there who remember us from the Ugly God show and things yeah, like that. So Good fans. Big up to the fans, fans. The supporters, all y'all. Double cups up. Make sure you have I, your double cups. We got a... Another wonderful episode for you guys, season three, episode 31. America, you are so confusing in so many different ways. Last episode was, is this America? I don't know if this episode should be America the Confused (laughs) or what, because we got a lot of things going on. I don't even know where to start. I feel like we have to start with the most recent stuff that's been going on. Which is... Which is another case of America, and I feel like it's... The wild, wild west? I feel like it's growing. Like I feel <laughs> like the amount of mass shootings that we keep talking about just keeps going up and up. It's trendy. I mean, because it seems like it's trendy, though. It seems like... I mean, I'm not in high school. Let's never I had never shootings I, be trendy. I, that's but that's bad. what it seems like, to, you know? It seems like because social media, that's just that's just, you know, one of the aspects of social media is things trend you know people things go viral when certain you know pe- people on social media gravitate toward it that could be just a, it you know i'm not saying i'm in that demographic i don't know people in that demographic but that's what it looks like it's happening it looks like oh yeah there were one or two it started happening everybody started focusing on that and now they're coming in tenfold all of a sudden there's shootings all the time it's it's one of the things that they'd be talking about the responsive the responsibility of media to not give you know people exactly. like that any sort of to shine not give evil a platform boom because but, then it can reproduce are. new people to do that so if you guys don't know what we're talking about that's weird but we're talking about santa fe the shooting that happened down in texas in houston texas yeah um the boy i guess from what i read he was upset because a girl turned him down and he decided to lash out and we could spend all the time because everywhere you go, you're going to hear people talk about, oh, guns are bad and this and that. But we really here at the Sensei Said So Show, we don't want to waste time talking in circles about the issue. So I would like to just spend a second and see if we could brainstorm. What can we do about this whole mass shooting shit? Because I have a daughter. You have nieces and nephews. They got to go to school one day. And Soon. I don't feel comfortable <laughs> in a world where... 
anybody can just up and bring shotguns to school and start unloading on people, killing multiple people. What do you think we should do? If you were president, we'll make this a if you were president. <laughs> if I were president, what would I do about the mass shoot? Well, first off, wait, is, is Trump even doing any shit about the mass shootings? It's so hard to hear Trump speak because I don't know if he he's genuinely full of shit or like he's really trying to show empathy, but his stupid face or his weird, <laughs> I don't know what it is that makes it so hard for him to like, even when he's trying to talk about a serious issue, it feels so forced. Right. Like, like damn, I got to talk about this shit again. Well, cause you know, NRA, they, they lining all these dudes pockets and shit like that. So, right. And when, I understand that. So yeah, exactly. And we're not, you know, and we don't, we don't even want to get into the fight, whether they keep our guns. We say, whatever you believe in, whatever oh, you want to do on me, I ain't never worried. Exactly. Shooting on, on me you, like you know, I'm We're not Curry. saying nothing on, crazy no. about that shit. We're just saying, how can we limit the killings from guns is what, is what the issue is. Like mass shootings, you know, like people at school, people at church even, you know, because there's been church saying. shootings that now you have to go into that aspect of it. Soon, you know, there's, soon there's going to be fucking, well, there has been college shootings. Soon there's going to be, who knows what, supermarket shootings, you know, what's next if, if, that, if these are just we common. We already got movie theater the, shootings. Right, like... like we gonna have little league football game shootings. It's crazy. We we'll have like we gonna have AAU basketball tournament shootings. It's wild. So where does the problem start? Because I feel like it's a fundamental issue, and that's what makes it so hard for me. Is because as as hard as it is to to admit, violence is the American way. Yeah. Our heroes, our different people, they usually solve their issues with violence. Even when we have situations where politicians don't solve issues with violence, they get criticized for it. <laughs> I remember one of the things that Trump said about Obama was one of the weakest moves he did was to, to deal with the Middle Eastern uh, tensions using diplomacy versus a big gun. So it's scary when it comes from the top down because then you have these kids and even though we don't want to pin it on one thing, like it's not video games, it's not music, it's a combination of everything. Right. You playing San Andreas doesn't <laughs> make you go out and shoot a school, but you having emotional issues, seeing a president with emotional issues, <laughs> do emotional things, including violence, and then from the top on down, everything is reinforcing violence. How do we get surprised when violence happens? I so mean, do we overcorrect? Do we take I, all violence away? What do we do? I believe, first off, I believe a lot of schools probably need to get shut down, number one. I would, I would, I would, start, I would start cutting, you know, instead of cutting budgets to keep schools alive and, and, and afloat, I would start closing schools down to give more budget to schools that can, you know, take the bulk of children and give them what they need and give them the security they need because there are schools that a nigga can't walk in with a gun or do shit, you know? Can't even, if you, if you done graduated, can't even walk back on the campus or else it's an issue, you know? There are schools like that where it's protected, but then there are schools where the funding is more worried about maybe just paying the staff even to be there, let alone paying the staff to try and save some of these badass kids from, you know, you know getting shot. It's like... See, it goes back to... Uh... I think we touched on it a little bit in a previous episode in season one, but you mentioned a key word, which is funding. If I was president, I say we go full Operation Tortoise on, on the whole world. We take all our resources, everything that we're doing, all the money that we're spending, killing people and shooting $28 million missiles at poor people in small ass villages. We take all those resources and pull it in because we shouldn't be investing more in the death of others than the, the growth and protection of our own. That doesn't seem like the American way. Right. That seems like a very lost, a very uh, agenda-driven way where we're going into these other countries doing all types of bullshit when all types of bullshit is happening here. I always ask the question, who made America the moral compass? Who decided that shit? They made themselves the moral compass when they when they built their military up. You know that that's. But think <laughs> about what kind is. of sense that makes. That the moral compass is decided by the person by with war. The, you know by the ability to murder. And then we wonder why murder happens all over our, all over our streets and stuff like that. Right. 
how would you feel being somebody who did come up in the American school system and may or may not have been a nuisance? Um, I was. I how was would you feel if problem. your teachers had guns? Ooh. How would you feel if Mrs. Johnson in English, who hated your ass, had a had a pistol on her? In her desk. How would that make you feel? Some of them teachers was emotional. And then if you want to get into that, do substitutes get guns? Because I done pissed a couple substitutes off. I done clowned a couple substitutes unnecessarily. Substitute teachers. You say, you know, so like, do they get to carry? Because that's a whole, that's another story too. Like, are we supposed to be driven by fear at the school? Well, let me say this then, which, because the two, the two options that I've seen that gets thrown a lot, around a lot, and I want to see which one of these two options you feel is the most, uh, would be the most helpful. One is metal detectors. People have thrown around the idea of let's get metal detectors in schools. You can't walk into a court building. Why would you walk into a school with a chopper? The other one is arming teachers. <laughs> now, for me, I think arming teachers is ridiculous because we're we're teacher age now. When we were kids, right, we thought teachers true. were like 45, 50. Like, no, no teachers out here 24 getting drunk at Moose. The last <laughs> Off the <day>. associates, 22 <laughs> and shit. Just, yeah. just on World Star the other day and watched the uh, teacher beat the brakes <laughs> off of a kid. Talk about a local high school principal. Beat the- <laughs> Smooth freaking uh, suplexed him. It was a, it was a fisherman <laughs> suplex. I remember. Uh, I remember that <laughs> suplex. WWE taught me that. Hey. So I don't know. But if that's I think the army. Answer. I think I think army teachers isn't a good idea. I think that's outrageous because low key, there's a lot of these teachers that that are still fucking students. Uh, y'all we, can't even like. So y'all are emotionally attached to these students. Y'all are trying to save with with heat. It don't. It won't work out. That's called a domestic violence situation. We wait and <laughs> we hear that a teacher's sixteen year old boyfriend cheated on her with a cheerleader, and teacher goes crazy and shoots the school up. That's and that's a narrative. Oh no, <laughs> that's a narrative we're not ready for. <laughs> Teachers just but love metal, quarrels. Metal detectors. I mean, metal detectors are what they are, but you. I feel like you can get past a metal detector. It's these, these kids aren't dumb, you know. They metal detectors old school. It's not the new school. And they need they need more in, invasive situations. I don't know. Obviously, there's counseling in the schools, but it's not working. So I'm not sure. Maybe they need to give them mental. Mental checks, mental therapy. I don't know. Maybe, maybe make mental therapy a curriculum in public schools so kids understand how to be in a public setting. Love it. So then they can't get emotionally damaged without help, you know. And my other thing before we go to break is if you guys are going to spend all your time and effort profiling people like me, y'all need to start profiling these motherfuckers too because ain't nobody who looked like me has gone into a school and shot anybody up. (laughs) But they said that this kid had been posting stuff and they'd been worried about him for a while. So... If profiling is what we're going to do, then let's do it. Let's get it right. Goddamn. Let's get it goddamn right. But (laughs) as you can see, we're still brainstorming ideas. So after this musical break, after we talk to y'all about who runs shit, who really runs shit, we will get into some more of the Sensei Said So show. Yeah. 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 Yes, 
nigga won't meet me outside You got an issue, then meet me outside Don't ass niggas been ducking all night Goose in the club, throwing it up Never been one to have given a fuck All through my city, I'm tearing shit up I'm blessed, nigga, I don't believe in love Skinny nigga, I still flex I cast checks and I break necks I can teach you how to keep her happy She want good weed, she want great sex Your hoe ain't want you to claim her, nigga She just wanna come and hang with niggas Rookie, I'm a Hall of Famer, nigga So fuck with me, I'm a gamer, nigga you ain't run shit, why you walking nigga dumb shit? You ain't done shit, why you talking nigga run shit? We gon' run shit, why you walking nigga dumb shit? All that dumb shit, you be talking nigga. Done with talking on my shit, got the game up in a clinch, nigga looking like a blimp. Till I hit her with the clip, have her walking with a lip, sat with Lisa with the stitch. Boy, I helped you make the rent, and I ain't asking for a cent. Pussy niggas like the vent, he ain't mean it. What he said? Pump a nigga for the lead, he get crazy for the bread. Spent the gravy on the press, went by 80 in the bins. Know they hate me for the wins. Kobe, yeah, I get it in. Fuck her, even though we friends. We might never make amends. I might try and fuck a friend. And never call that hoe. Shadow villain, where you been? Took a trip out to the sin. Shotty poet, shot a gin. Heard you like to bring your twin. Get a wedded in the fin. Hashtag and make a trend. Them I do it, I'ma spin. Infrared is for the land. Someone come and get that man. Ain't no future when it's planned. Someone tell him now we Shit. You don't run shit, why they talking like they run shit? You don't run shit, how my niggas bitch we run shit? Yeah we run shit, why they talking like they run this? They don't run shit, why they talking like? Why she let me lie? I might give up pie, think it down night. Hold up, got a pie, let it. I found side, she my only wife, beat it every night. Okay. <clears throat> that was run shit. Official report <laughs> just in on why don't black kids shoot up schools? Because <laughs> our parents will walk in that school and say our full government name, be like, bring your narrow ass here, and you got me <laughs> fucked up if you finna have me and all <laughs> and you all over the news like I never raised your bitch ass. <laughs> Put the goddamn gun down, walk out this door, and don't ever think of some shit like this again. <laughs> Basically. Meme of the show, meme of the day. <laughs> that's just official news from the internet on the reason why a lot of uh Oh my gosh! We watching the Celtics Cavs game and George Hill just put up some basura. I didn't see it though. That just went in. It's I looking bad it. for your boys. All right, we back. Sensei said so. The show. <laughs> I hope that you're tuning into the website sensei said so dot com because we just gave you a sneak peek of something new. You know, I'm I'm working Unreleased. on some shit. Got a tape or something coming soon. Y'all blessed. We ain't even gonna talk about it right now. Come on. What we are gonna talk about is some real European shit that you wanted to discuss. And all of you have been so tuned into, and I'm so confused, so I'm going to let you see this. First off, I couldn't get away from it if I wanted to. It's it's everywhere. It's, It's the royal wedding between Prince Harry and now Duchess Meghan Markle. And that's the and that's the um the 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 woman from Love and Hip Hop. No, no, <laughs> that would be comedy. Get a love, get a love and hip hop bitch in the in the British fucking royal family. That would be life. No, I'm surprised but she's Megan Markle's Megan Markle's from um, Suits. Have you seen Suits? You heard? No. It, have you heard of Suits? Yeah, I know yeah. what it is. Yeah, so she, you know, so she was an American actress, you know, famous actress before. She was now royalty, which I have a problem with that. I know all of a sudden that she's British royalty. She's something like she went shit before she was British royalty. Like British royalty make you shit. So that's the situation. And it's a big deal. It's all over the social media. Everybody, you know, Serena Williams was there. Oprah Winfrey was there. It was, you know, oh, it, was, shit. it was it was a big deal to, you know. To have an American married off into the British family, apparently. I did a lot of research on the British um the monarchy, but I, I found out it's called the oligarchy. <laughs> producer, <laughs> producer had just let me know it's called the oligarchy. So it's crazy, you know. Right. So you did research. I don't know why, but you did a lot of research. Did on you this. know? Do you know how it works? I don't give. So any, is that why? That's why I did research. I don't give any f's on on what they do. 
what what is the responsibilities of the newly crowned Prince Harry, which I don't know if why you're royalty, you're still going by Harry. You better herald your name up. Harold. <laughs> you better get you a grown ass man name about to be King Harry. What? <laughs> so what research did you find out about this whole shit? Because help help us who don't care or know what's going on. Why should we care? Why are they even important? So well, what I'm what I'm failing to understand is why they why they're still doing it is what I don't understand because <laughs> I under, you know back in the day a lot of empires had you know royal families kings and queens and duchesses and whatever you know we, we understood that but as as we understood monarchy had not really worked out like people thought it would have worked out and monarchs started falling. People disbanded from the monarchy and the, and the royal shit, as we so but, we thought, right? But they obviously still keep it as their tradition, but they keep it that way because I'm get because nobody's changed it. I think that the the, the British people are fine, you know. People in the UK understand and they're, and they're cool with it. So, so do at least at any? least the people that hold the power, you know, because they you know they have, they also have a, a whole you know Caribbean Pan African movement that they had to deal with, sort of like the the migration of the slaves in America and shit. So do these uh, do these families have any pull at all or are they just reaping the benefits of the bullshit taxation that they have on the African continent? <laughs> I mean, will they, will they have will they have influence? They obviously they obviously not have influence because of how highly regarded they are, you know. That's it, it's it's how Sounds like you, they're the Kardashians with some education. That's yeah. what it sounds like to me. It sounds like they just some big ass popping ass family. It just so happens that they ain't chasing Tristan Thompson's ass down to fucking hookah bars in Las Vegas. Right. Well, yeah, it's that. But the problem is, is that yeah, they 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 kept it only the elite that they've married, and you and you and you know how they do it now. So it's crazy, you know. It's like a, a huge deal that Megan is 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 a splash of biracial. And now she's married into the royal family. So now the royal family has, you know. What if we just did some shit like that? Like, what if within the American system, we just created, like, an American king? Well, the problem is, is that there's... Barack is now the American king. So we have a president and we have a king. Is he not royalty? Why can't he be royalty, you know? It's simply because we just don't call them royalty. That's what I'm saying. I'm not understanding the the exact. We call them celebrity. <laughs> Elites. Elites. We call them right. We call them. No, we the... call them Illuminati. <laughs> Anybody who has any sort of the problem anything, with it, bring... the, 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 and, and and I've touched on this uh, in the first season. The Disney Channel complex. We can go back to it. Is crazy as hell to me. And so this is my issue with now her having a platform because I love how she broke down some sort of race barrier in the UK by her being biracial, whether she wanted to or not, you know. But her mama was at the wedding looking fly with some dreadlocks, though. Hey. So shout out to mama. Power in the locks. Yes. Shout out to mama on that. The black choir did their thing. They had the, you know, the black instrumentalists in there playing. The, it was it was lit, the black band in there. So, so they, they brought a lot of culture in there because of it. But... That looked like a PR stunt. That the, you know, like I mean, like they never had a black wedding, you know, a black choir. They never had a black band. They never had, you know. And then now that she's a splash of black, a biracial, she not even fully black, you know. She's they're bringing the whole culture into crossing the whole culture into into the UK and London. But that goes back to the conversation that we had recently of is this uh this new shade to black that the the world and American culture is fading into, is this something that is long overdue or is this a trend? Is this a, oh shit, black is popping, let's put black on everything. Let's sprinkle a little bit of black on our on our tasteless ass weddings that nobody really <laughs> cared about before and make it a real event. Or is it you can't escape us anymore because for so long we've been making the needle move. We just haven't been getting recognition. And now we're starting to feel what the world feels like when we start getting our just dues. When, th- oh, yeah, like it is popping to have a black woman and on that's your what side. I'm saying, and it? more and more of these European Americans and just Europeans in general, like Common and Drake smooth lost Serena to a whole white man <laughs> who's living a great life with Serena. Like... 
Maybe that's just what it is. Maybe I hope it's not a trend because this is what I just I just have a problem with because I'm sure in the UK it's different. But in America, the the Disney Channel complex and and, and the whole whole royal thing is probably a different image here. And here, if you're a princess, you think that all you got to do is go go to this, take a zanny, go to sleep and somebody going to come rescue you on a horse. Gonna kill a whole dragon just because <laughs> your ass was drowsy. <laughs> you better get the fuck up. What are you talking because, about? Because because yo because your heel broke. This nigga gonna ride through the flames of hell to come get you and take you to the promised land. You lost <laughs> one shoe, and he gonna go across the whole countryside just to find you. <laughs> your shoe ain't even brand name. Your fairy godmother made that shit. Shit glass. <laughs> <laughs> Should have hand me down from the spirit world. Ain't even. Ain't even Versace. Ain't even some fly shit. She didn't even put a designer on it. Not a Jordan symbol or nothing. Just glass. She probably probably cut her foot open when it broke and shit. Ain't got no arch support. Nothing. Just your feet bleeding. You sad that he brought that damn shoe back with no soles in it. That's what they gave her to sleep underneath the cabinets and shit. <laughs> no wonder you ass clean and stupid ass Cinderella gonna wear a glass shoe. We been on that leather comfortable. <laughs> Oh damn! But yeah, Cinderella and them. That's sorry, that's, daughter. For <laughs> actually no, because now that we're talking about this, which is completely random, I've really been making my daughter watch. Uh, who's this? Who's this Disney princess? Uh, Snow White, not Snow White. Who's Beauty and the Beast? What's Beauty's name? Is she just Belle, Beauty? Bella? Whatever. Belle, Honestly, Belle, yeah. that is the princess we need to push on our young daughters because Explain you look at that. Yes. First off, Belle mm-hmm. out here carrying books, constantly reading. <laughs> she is. She's a reader. You're right. She goes. She meets a man who's beastly. He is not what you want in a man. He is savage. He is angry. He is this and that. But she don't leave his side. She invests in him. She puts up with his bullshit and then. At the end, she gets the man she deserves. He turns into the man she wants, not because she looked the fairest in the land, not because she was sleeping and he had to come get her, because she invested in her beast and he became a king because of her investment. I've been pushing Bell on my daughter because is that right? But wasn't he wasn't it wasn't he a king before? He was a king regardless or prince regardless, wasn't he? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I just I just, I just thought he. <laughs> And then he got turned into a beast because he was doing some dumb shit. Sure. And then and then, and then How she helped him. So, but you're right. She helped him back into his. Boom. She into, invested into, in him. She didn't just jump ship and go and find him a ball player or something like that. She invested in her man. None of y'all are out here invested <laughs> in your men. Y'all that's not a to, bad one. That's a good I'm one. I'm telling you. Tiana too. Princess Tiana too is a, is a good one. That's all. She's a hard working one. I give to my niece. That's what I'm saying. The new Disney has done a good job of being conscious of their social responsibility and making certain changes. One taking all the subliminal dicks out of their movies ah. was a, <laughs> was a great a great business decision. I hope they know dicks in Moana because my daughter loved Moana. Oh gee. So, <laughs> but also speaking of Moana, having a girl who's like. Even though she'd be disrespecting the shit out of her parents. Who, Moana? Yeah. Yeah, she'd be running it. What? Just she running be, away all the I'd be what? time. <laughs> but she's out here working, struggling, grinding, trying to make a difference, make a change. That's important. They're taking on the, uh, the ownership of it takes one person to make a difference. Because that's what we grew up on. I grew up watching Pokemon where Ash Ketchum was telling me all the goddamn time, it only takes one. Oh right. shit! I could change the whole world. So I grew up believing that. The problem is, yeah, we grew up. We grew up on on, on superheroes and action and, 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 and you know taking a stand. But for women, you're not supposed to fall into being a princess. <laughs> you can't do that because you would get left buried in the dirt. <laughs> you know, right. because we'll step over you. So you have to you have to be able to be like these princesses and be strong. You know, not these damsel in distress princesses like Cinderella, where a nigga has to come across the country to find your glass slipper <laughs> when you could have went and just got a new Prada slipper, baby. When you could have just not <laughs> left the goddamn ball, you could have said, "Okay, all my magic shit gonna run away." But hey, I'm that bitch and I'm bad. You know, what's up? That's the lesson. <laughs> Screw <laughs> where I don't you don't know need a prince happened. charming or a prince Harry or a prince William to come get you, ladies. Okay, go out make your own wealth, make your own 
money, make your own kingdom. Go be Mulan. Go save all of China. There you go. So with that, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. We're going to listen to a little bit more music, and then we're going to come back with a little bit more content, because that's just what we do on the Sensei Said So Show 36 in the cup. Wait a minute. Well, I put my two cents in it. If you're with it, are you finna get ready? Okay, low key. Wanna take me to your room, but you don't know me, boy. Feeling lucky tonight. Oh. Well, as you think that uh, you got the right slow down. Oh, you try to impress. What makes you think that I'm interested? You better find another lady. Cause I'm not even a man. Well, uh, you got to know. back we back with the sensei said so show triple s on deck 36 in the cup you already know what's going on pull it up three times that was shannon blake you already know she got the guitar going she got the music going can't wait such a such a smooth song let let your children listen to shannon blake <clears throat> she's dropping that video soon as a matter of fact if if we're going to make sure you're steering your kids in the right directions, we might as well talk about this shit that has recently surfaced that's got me looking at all of y'all extra side Wild. Extra goofy. <laughs> if I could cue it up. So, a lot of good and a lot of bad have come from the recent times in America. One of the good is we have had a more concerted effort that in certain relations, you need to make sure you get consent. Let's make sure everybody in this agreement, in this engagement, is on the same page. <laughs> that is fine for working adults. But what I have recently seen on the goddamn internet is there is now a movement going that you need to get consent from a baby before you change their diaper. <laughs> the logic behind this nonsense is... 
we as we tell it's positive affirmations as we tell our kids that we love them and stuff like that as they grow up we also should empower them to have their own consent and their own agency their own yeah it was like their own agency control of their own body and who can touch and put their hands on their own body or something wild there's nobody in this country that needs to shut the fuck up more <laughs> than that lady because the man that she the interview the guy asked her an amazing question how are you going to determine what toddler consent is? We can't even figure out grown-ass adult consent. Right. We're trying to make sure babies give us consent. Her answer was, well, obviously, if the baby cries, then that's not consent. And the guy looked at her and said, but what if the baby's crying because he has a shitty diaper? What are we talking about? <laughs> it doesn't. It, it doesn't really... It doesn't really make sense because how could you, what, how, you can't ask wanting to receive an answer that is logical because it's a minor, but. It's a great way to, it's a goddamn baby. <laughs> right, it's a baby, but if you're asking for consent, then you're essentially treating them as if they're an adult. So I'm not understanding the, the, the logic behind giving them an adult right, but still treating them as a minor. It doesn't, it's like, it's like telling a kid that they can, that, that, that they can fucking go in the grocery store and buy food, but they can't, you know, necessarily get a job or, or own See, money being, or have money. This, you know? is, this is strange because you being way too coy. Let's talk like this. How in the motherfucker are we going to say that a baby needs consent, but an 18-year-old can't get paid to play college basketball? <laughs> what in the hell are we talking about? And that's the realest shit. <laughs> what are we talking about? Now, so when I hear stuff like this, I think boredom. There's no reason why anybody should be pumping any toward any sort of funds or research or anything into this level of parenting. It's very simple. You are a parent of a child. You do what's best was for the she child. Writing a book about it. So it was a. It was a, and forgive me if I mess up this lady's title, but she is of Australian descent, which Australians are some of my favorite type of white people. Um, she is like a behavior, a child behavior analyst. Right. And she was talking about how we need to start teaching our kids levels of consent earlier because we do it with positive affirmations and things like that. Oh. As a parent, as a parent of a four-year-old, if we start giving children more consent, y'all ain't ever going to be able to raise your kids. Y'all struggling to raise your kids now. Right. Get your kids to not listen to Lil Peep before oh, you worry about them giving you what they need. A toddler talking about a diaper. Isn't it a parent's job, responsibility to do the things that your kids need My regardless of if they how, want to? At what age is consensual age, you know? Because a newborn, there's no way that you can have, you know, ask for a newborn's consent. Or did, or is that what she's referring That's to? That's what she's referring to because who else's diaper are you changing? You're not changing a six-year-old's diaper. They talk about <laughs> diaper changing. So this is diaper changing age. This is the age where you can't even consent to not shit but on I yourself. <laughs> but you're supposed to what? consent on if you can get your diaper changed. <laughs> um, it's confusing. Think me. about it. The individual doesn't have the cognitive abilities to not defecate <laughs> on themselves. But, but y'all talking about need to give consent. To be able to be taken care of. I can't believe we even have to talk about this. It's pretty wild, to be honest. It, <laughs> it, remind, it, it reminds me of, 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 of and I got to get your opinion on this shit, because I saw this shit the, the other day, too, on, on social media. And it was, it was this, uh, um, this couple, and she had just graduated from college. It was a graduation day, cap and gown. And her man proposed to her on that day and you know it was in, in front of everybody and it was dope and everybody applauded it was beautiful but on social media when they posted it they got a whole bunch of backlash on twitter because everybody was saying that he took her shine on her big day you know and then obviously it was 50 50 a lot of people were like no 
I would love, you know, a lot of girls, a lot of this Disney Channel complex women at that were probably like, I love, I would love to get proposed to and graduate on the same day, you know, rack up all the accomplishments, you know. But then a lot of feminists were like, you know, why would you take her shine, you know, from that day? And now, now you're included in her big day instead of it just being her graduation. It's her graduation and y'all engagement. You I'm so tired of this fake woke bullshit. You know. I'm so tired of it. <laughs> it. It really is one of those things where the simplest question is, who cares? <laughs> What war are you actually fighting? Are you fighting a war to win something or are you fighting just to fight? <laughs> what if this girl's dream is to marry that man and on top of her graduating, she now gets the opportunity to marry that man? Who are you to tell her whose shine gets taken? What if she wants to share? I don't. It frustrates me. It makes me feel like it feels like a big magic trick. Now, if you guys remember the movie Now You See Me, it talks about magic and it says like the trick happens when there's distraction and then the trick happens when you're distracted. So I look at America and politicians and all this shit as one big magician. <laughs> so when I hear stuff like what you're telling me or I see people talking about getting consent from a toddler before you can change their diaper, what I think is what are y'all distracting us from? What's really going on that we but have the to have level that, of conversations like the these? The problem is that they're not distracting us. We distract ourselves. We love to distract ourselves because true. we don't want to face the real issue. That's the thing. That's true. That's, that's America's big issue is that we love to be, somebody's going to be like, all right, this is too real for y'all because you guys are backlashing on this situation. So here's this. Here's the next big thing. You guys want to look at this? And we're all going to be like, hell yeah. We're done with this this fucked up situation you're showing us. So what's this new situation? Just move on. We move on mm. too quickly from situations and from issues that it doesn't even matter anymore. Right. Like, like <laughs> when, when PR and different firms and stuff like that have somebody who made a mistake, they basically say, wait it out. We just got to sit and be quiet for a while and wait for people to figure out the next thing to be pissed off about. <laughs> and it's like if we've really gotten to the petty levels of getting mad about baby's consent and a woman getting proposed to at graduation as <laughs> that top was level funny issues. though that was funny i was crying cuz i could i kind of can understand both sides i was like i guess i i guess he could he probably did take a little bit of a shine but what's the big deal about taking a shine you know i don't see the i don't see the but big isn't deal. i don't understand how it takes away from a shine cuz literally marriage is 152% about the woman we don't get shit from marriage. All we get is to drink with our friends for a little bit. All you get is the proposal. That's what you, you get. You get that. Thing. You get that. That's the big the thing. The proposal ain't they even said, for but you. They, they were saying, that the, the girls in the comments were saying that it's a lot of it's a it's a lot in one day. It's a lot of emotion. It's it, it's too much to give to you know a girl at one time. It's too much happiness. Just oh my god, you're just overwhelmed <laughs> with so much goddamn joy. Boo hoo. <laughs> What the fuck are we talking about? There's somebody carrying water on their head for three and a half miles to take it back to their family. And we talking about this girl's got too much happiness. <laughs> too many emotions. She's too accomplished right now. We got to spread out her goals and her dreams. What the fuck are we talking about? And she, and, and, and she, was, she, was, happy that, she was happy that she got proposed to. She called the people on her timeline jealous and, and haters. And that wasn't a good idea. Because <laughs> they came for it. Think about they were that. trying to defend her, and then they came, and then she said that, and they came for her. They said, "How dare you be upset at us being upset for right. you?" Right? They were like, "How do you know?" They were like, "How dare you try and come at us when we're the ones looking out for you, trying to be, you know, you be a successful black woman?" I was like, "Oh shit!" See, but that's one of the reasons why I'm all for women's rights because obviously I have a lot of powerful and strong women in my life, but. That I can understand why people are critical of the feminist movement because there seems to be an underlying tone of wanting tolerance but not wanting to be tolerant. Right. To be to completely their own. submissive. Not even to men. I'm not even talking to men. Treat us how you want because we've been treating women like shit for years. I understand. But like the feminist movement will shame women for making their own decision when I thought the whole reason why the movement is there is for women to make their own decision. Mm. So if they decide that they want to be stay-at-home moms, why are there women shaming women for doing that? Oh, 
you're a waste. You're not doing anything with your with your with womanness. Your, like, with your, with your who are you to tell them if she is happy that she got proposed to at her graduation? Right. Who are y'all to tell her she's wrong for being happy about some shit that happened in her life? It only <laughs> affects her. Right. Ain't none of y'all gonna benefit from her degree. Ain't none of y'all about to fuck her man. So, <laughs> why does it matter? So let them be happy. Let them be in peace. <laughs> it it feels agenda based. I I don't want to generalize. I don't believe in, but just speaking from an as an observer looking into it, there seems like there's a lot of infighting between causes that are supposed to be pushing everybody forward, no matter what you think in the situation, even if you don't agree with. Yeah. Women can go out and work, but I choose not to. You shouldn't be shamed for it. You or what's happening now is if you choose to have a, a profession as a woman instead, instead of, of being a, man, a hoe. Right, exactly. That, you, you get you shamed for You shouldn't get it. shamed for that either. Right, vice versa. It's weird. You Women's, shouldn't be shamed for getting... Because, yeah, you, they get shamed for being too weak. And they get shamed for being too strong. And it's like, no, let, you know, let them, let them do what they need to in order to succeed because it's hard for women out here. And expectations are the root of all suffering but when your expectations are on both sides that you need to be strong but you can't be strong but you need to be submissive but you shouldn't be submissive but you need to have your own career but it's bad to like <laughs> y'all are setting yourselves up for failure like i don't i don't understand it but hopefully we can start the conversation and get y'all talking and smooth some things out because as outsiders looking in it don't make a lot of sense it seems like y'all fighting for no reason <laughs> So we gonna listen to some music so y'all can take a break and talk amongst yourselves and whatever secret woman Illuminati y'all got. Right, let us know what, what the consensus is <laughs> on whether we should propose to y'all on graduation day <laughs> and on other situations like this, like this, like this. Reaching for the top, they've been reaching for 
Papa used to struggle for the dollar bill. Hey, that's a music clan exclusive right there. Another one. Struggle, Shadow Sensei. Make sure y'all check it out, senseisaidso.com. All new music, all new content, new guests. We got a lot to, we covered a lot today. Man, we went over a lot. Season three, you know, we coming strong. We we don't want to look back on any episodes or any opportunities and think to ourselves, how could we have done better? Because you don't get an opportunity to go back in time and do it again. Unless you like this little homie that I came across on the news recently. His, his AKA was like, Rashawn Richards. <laughs> so for anybody who missed it, Bruh's 25 years old, and apparently he didn't like his high school basketball career. <laughs> so he forged some Or papers, he liked it so much he wanted to relive it. Changed some stories around, changed his whole narrative, and went back to high school. 25, went back, pretended to be a 17-year-old, and started balling the fuck out. Working. He so some of his feats were in a tournament. He put up 34 and 13 in a game <laughs> against the number one team in his county. He went for 40 and three quarters. Oh. Man was really getting money. So of course there is only there's a couple things wrong with doing something <laughs> like that. But what I want to ask you is, if you went back in high school right now, how many points do you think you would score? What do you, how do you think your career would go? Where, well, for, where is this? First off, where where was this? I don't remember where it is. I think it was on the East Coast. On the East Coast? Yeah. So somewhere where there's hoopers, though. Apparently. <laughs> oh, we should talk about how he got caught. He got caught because he was at a tournament, so he was hooping for a while, and his old coach recognized him <laughs> from seven years ago. <laughs> and that's how and they got snitched out. Said, uh, I remember, bro. You got two kids now. <laughs> Grown-ass man. I helped him with his mortgage. Hold on. He, he went back. <laughs> he was my realtor. <laughs> No, I if if I went back to high school, I I'd average I'd average forty two. You think so? Fuck you, Tom. The fuck you mean? What else would I average? You're crazy. I would go crazy if I went back to high school. I'm still in shape. I'm still I still train kids on the regular. I, my eighth graders and 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 tenth graders be trying to get busy, and I be having to body them up right now. So I'm ready. <laughs> I used to like that. I used to coach eighth graders as well, and we. Uh... We played a 2-3 zone. So to get them ready for how intense we would play the 2-3 zone, it would be me and the assistant coach playing as the bench team. <laughs> Run it up. Let's go at it. That's what I'm saying. We play, we'd be playing cutthroat right after, the, right after the practice, talking about check up. Let me see what y'all learned to, just now. Run it up. <laughs> and he was, he was deep in it. I don't know if this was part of his uh, his his disguise, or if he was really living R. Kelly's dreams, oh. he, he also went and got himself a 14-year-old uh, girlfriend, which he now may be facing issues no, with as no, well, which no, is not no, good. No, 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 That's crazy. That's, that's unacceptable. Unless it was strategic. Staged or not, that's crazy as hell. Got to play the part. <laughs> and and, and I mean, obviously he did play the part. I don't know, I don't know if they've interviewed his... his so-called girlfriend or not, but that that is what was he supposed to be a senior or was he did he go in that bitch as a freshman again? So what he told the story that he told them was he was a recent transfer from Houston, and his family moved to the area after the hurricane, and he was a senior. Enrolled, balled out. See, my, that's a problem anyway. Because a senior dating a freshman might be an issue in, in itself. Maybe that might be the issue. And now that he, he had 10 years removed senior <laughs> dating a freshman, it's double. I, I just, I just, I just, I'm not going to speculate because I don't want to add to the man's, you know, traumas. And like, he just wanted to relive his dream and it ended up being, you know, now he's going through legal traumas. But I pray that this man did it for the character. He just want to hoop. For the publicity stunt. He I, hope he did, I, hope, I hope he didn't touch that 15-year-old girl because we, he going to end up on this show. Like we've talked about many of these niggas ending up on this show about that shit. Right. So, Make my man, whatever your story is about how many games you won and how what you forged, please don't let me find out that you did anything with that little girl. It's crazy. 
He was uh he was looking at the playoffs thinking if I was on the war if I was on the Rockets right now we might be beating the Warriors. What was something. what was the Scully's like though? That's what I want to know. What was it? <laughs> was he getting offers <laughs> if he was going crazy? That's what I'm saying. How did people not know that this grown ass man boy was out here just abusing these kids? Like, well, if you look at Zion Williamson right now who's about to graduate this upcoming season, he looked like a grown ass man. As if as like a sophomore. He been looking like a grown ass man. So I guess it's depending on where you are, it's hard to determine. I know if we did this in Utah, oh yeah, I'm getting snitched out first game. <laughs> first game I dirk somebody from the top of the post. <laughs> unless you tell him you unless you tell him you you an exchange student from Nigeria. <laughs> do the do the thon maker, do the Sergi Baca. Tell him tell him I'll tell him you lost your passport, your your, your birth certificate. They gonna let you run. <laughs> Shoot. Give me six months. I'd be ready to go. That's what you need? To, I'm going pro. <laughs> I'm going to the league. You're talking about I'm, I'm getting offers halfway through the season. Oh, it's an <laughs> issue. We getting down. No more struggle. We ain't struggling for no dollar bills. I'm going to the league. If I'm a 17-year-old. If, 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 if I could fake it for, for five years, for the one senior year, and then four years of college, I'm good. I'll, 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 I'll stop hooping, get my degree, and I, <laughs> It's not a bad hustle, to be honest. You feel me? It's not a bad hustle. Hey, of all the things that you 25-year-olds and, and below are doing right now, faking to go back to high school to chase your dreams. It's better than selling crack. It is much better than selling crack. It's better than selling ass. You know? <laughs> it is also a better lot. than selling It's better selling than hoeing. It's better than stripping. Now, these are, these are a lot of things niggas are doing right now at 25 just start over. You don't only live once. Do it again. You just got to think outside the box. If that's the lesson that we can give you on the Sensei Said So show, it's that. Is think outside the box. If and you pay them kids. Because maybe if y'all paid college kids, he might have wanted to go back to college instead of back to high school. That's my thing. <laughs> what happened to your college career? Like, though? what, nigga? Why don't you just try out for a college team, nigga? What? I'm telling you. <laughs> There is a small school somewhere in like, North Dakota that would like, love to have you. You could go somewhere that's just as good probably as a high school team. Like, I don't know. Because he probably went back to, like, an elite high school team. But like, Or, I mean, he probably just wanted to be dominant. Because I remember when I was uh, making the decision between what colleges I wanted to go play for, it was the decision of do I go to a bigger school where I know I'm probably not going to play for two, three years or go to a smaller school where I could potentially play right now. Right. So or go him, to a high school. Or go, to, <laughs> go back to high school and let's do this shit over again. Because that's one of the things that I look at my mom and I go, damn, you should have. Because I was one of the youngest people in my grade. She should have let me wait one more year and be a graduate of the class of 2010. Because we would have balled out my senior year. <laughs> so little parenting advice. If you have kids and they look like they're going to be athletes, Make sure you hold them back a year so they're one of the oldest so they people can in the body grade. these boys. Because physically, the difference, especially in basketball, between a year, a 17 year old, and an 18 year old is dramatic. The difference between a 17 year old and a 25 year old is getting abused. <laughs> I remember walking on to my Division II school, and the D2 schools, you have grown men there. Because they've had all types of different journeys and going to NAIA schools and JUCOs and stuff like that. So I'm 17 playing against like 23-year-olds. Whole nother ball game. Whole handfuls that I had to deal with. So I can only imagine what these kids, what he was doing to these little high school kids. <laughs> it's kind of like what LeBron doing to your Celtics right now, but we ain't even going to get into that. Jason Tatum out here like, God damn We're it. We're not going to get into can that please because, retire LeBron? <laughs> because we ahead of the series and we're going to finish him off. This, so it's, we gonna, it's tied. We're going we to keep it. It's definitely tied unless y'all Celtics down like 12 uh, points in a minute. So Speaking of people coming back, we need this nigga Kyrie to come back already. Fuck. Kyrie about to go back to high school. <laughs> he need to with that knee he got. It's an eighth grader's knee he got on him. That's why he Uncle Drew. He like, damn, I'm about to be old soon anyways. Might as well start preparing for it. Jeez. That's what we need to do. We need to do a Cousin Drew where instead of it being an older guy coming back, you kind of young and you go back. And you go back. And you go man. <laughs> where he Drew. went women. He went from man to women Boom. and played women hoop. So, yeah. Go now we need something in the middle. 
somebody from going from elderly down to we need to stop talking because that's a new hit show so we're gonna stop the recording right now so that we can start working on this production team already on decky and we're gonna come back with some more on the sensei said so smoking the green Popping the towel and I pour to the scene Diamonds they mean don't, don't, don't mistake it for the shine that I bring All in between You never met, yeah, you fell at the scene You ain't the king Don't ever try to compare it to me You just a hoe, you a fucker, your friends This summer getting hard, yeah, I'm overcompetitive Smoking that gas, have you taking a rest? She can't cuff, now nah, I won't get arrested Working hard when the fuck is my next shit Not the stars, not the words I can't let me Flying off with the ice on my necklace My own pass, yeah, I don't need no rest Going off right when I step in the booth If you were snitching, you out of the loop Reaching the stars and I'm passing the moon I'm not the wave, I'm more like a typhoon I switch it up, you can't copy my move Don't do it for fast or you'll be on the new Right for the top, I don't want number two I'm like a power that strap for the loot Smoking the green Popping the towel when I pour to the scene Diamonds they mean don't, don't, don't mistake it for the shine that I bring All in between You never met, yeah, you fell at the scene You ain't the king don't ever try to compare it to me Run up with talking, you get here with lightning Yeah, I be rolling with pipes, we ain't fighting Gas in my blunt, I just call it that mileage Never crack and I'm never gon' fold you I'm on, yeah, I barely got homie In the court, why you sitting the nobly? Running live, but you really don't know me Foreign whip and the buff like Ginobili When I hop out, I got more than some juice You talking shit, but you don't know the truth Shooting for stars, now I'm passing the moon Make it look easy, but that's not for you Switching my numbers, the haters feel gauge. Never gon' switch, this is how mama raised me Ice keep on dripping, you thought it was raining all I know in there, I ain't gotta wait Smoking the green Popping the towel when I pour to the scene Diamonds ain't me don't, don't, don't mistake it for the shine that I bring All in between You never met it, you fell at the scene You ain't the king Don't ever try to compare it to me Smoking the green Popping the towel when I pour to the scene Diamonds ain't me don't, don't, don't mistake it for the shine that I bring All in between You never met it, you fell at the scene you ain't the king. Don't ever try to compare it to me. That was lavish, shining. That's a new one unreleased. Make sure y'all keep an ear out for that one. SenseiSaidSo.com is where y'all can find all the content. Is where y'all can find what we sipping in the double cups. Shout out to Distillery 36. Distillery 36. <laughs> y'all already know how we get down. It's been a good one. Today, we covered a lot. We talked, <laughs> we talked about talked a lot. Shit, did our thing. We really taught you how to raise your kids. That's really what we <laughs> low-key did today. All your parenting tips and tricks all can come from the Sensei Said So Show. My doggy! Wow! So, we gonna come with some more, so keep tuning in, keep supporting. Everybody who's hit me up to get on the show and wants to be a part of it, thank you so much. Without you guys, this is impossible. We're going to get more clan involvement as soon as we can. But until then, we will continue to be your senseis. I am V.O. Sensei, 36 Dread Kage of the Music Clan, 10th Tribe of Wakanda. And y'all already know where I'm coming from. It's Shadow Selassie the third, coming to you live and holier than ever. Pull your double cups up two times if y'all with me tonight. And have a good one. We'll see you next time.